let's let's do this thing. All right, it's Turkey Week. It's Week Twelve of Fantasy Football Preview for the Fully Covered Sports Podcast crew here. Um, and I guess with it being a holiday, we got we're we're one man down. We were on a good run. We we had such a good streak going, uh, but we couldn't get it together on on Thanksgiving week. So it, it's just we got myself, your host Rob Stott, Mark Garlitz is here. Of course, he's not the one who's absent. Uh, Max Parker is also here, and we miss you, Seth. We tried to wait. We waited out as long as we could, but it's all right. I'm sure. No call, no show. It is, but I'm I I'm too lenient a boss, I guess. I'm too nice. I know it's from two people, two people, and what I'm going to end up doing is just asking who I don't know, someone who's friends with them to collect their money. <laughs> so, I know, delegate. That's what you got to do. That's how it happens. It's too late in the year, so I can't be dealing with this crap. You should have. You guys should have been on top of your game from the beginning. <laughs> I had other things going on. I had a I had a fantasy football show to run. I had a, a Devonte Freeman to think about drafting, and I don't know. <laughs> oh man. Ah, uh, well. What can you say? Speaking of which, I, this is completely not fantasy related, but uh, since we're recording on the day that the book came out uh, and I went and got it, I want to ask you guys your thoughts on concussion. Um, it's the book. Hold on. Let me find it real quick. Obviously, the movie, you know, starring Will Smith and all. Um, but the book is it's actually based on a book. Um, by a GQ writer, no, no less. Uh, someone actually that was researching a story for GQ did a profile on um, Bennett. I, I, I'm not even going to try the last name. Omalu, I guess. Um, the doctor. It was doing a profile on him for GQ back in like '09. Ended up, you know, diving into it, and realizing it was a much deeper story, um, and turned into concussion. So the book is now out. It, it came out a. a exactly a day it's coming out christmas if i'm correct or christmas eve um so they released the book a month before the movie so we're i i haven't started it yet but i went out this evening and i mean it's you know if you've seen the trailer it pretty much tells the story it's it's omalu you know discovered um cte when he was carving apart mike webster's brain uh at upmc a uh, former stealer um and discovered the disease and, you know, went on to try to present his findings to the NFL and NFL basically tried to bury him. Um, and I don't know. I mean, you've, if you've been following the news of the NFL at all over the last few years, you kind of know how the story ends. They had a, the whole class action lawsuit of players that basically sued the NFL for hiding evidence of what CTE did and the danger it posed to them throughout their career. And, I mean, it wouldn't have been possible if it wasn't for his findings, so. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's. He's got, well, Zach Ertz too. If you were watching the Eagles game. Fitzpatrick. Yeah, he did. And that just, I don't even want to touch that game right now, so I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tear an ACL <laughs> and MCL. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'll pour some Tussin on it and get back out there. Oh, man. Well, I guess this is a nice segue. Uh, speaking of concussions and all that, we we could, we already mentioned a few with Flacco obviously going out for the year and uh, Fitzpatrick getting in, suffering a concussion and Ertz suffering concussions. This is the list of players. Actually, you can add Devontae Freeman to that list. He went out after three carries for 40 yards last week. Looked like it was going to be a great game for him after the bye, I believe, they had. Um, and no, he had to go down. So the list of players includes that got hurt. I'm going to just read this off of an ESPN post because and it's not going to be just offense. There's going to be some just huge names this past week. we got Joe Flacco, Devontae Freeman, Darrell Rivas, Patrick Peterson, Justin Forsett, Chikandrick West, Teddy Bridgewater went down, uh, Vontae Davis went down, cornerback, Trent Williams tackle, Zach Ertz. Um, I mean, some some big names on both sides of the ball. So with serious fantasy implications moving forward, whether you're holding on to some top flight defenses there or eh, some some mid-level, I guess, fantasy guys. So um, I don't know. Any other – I don't – I. Not, I can't lie, guys. I, I didn't watch much football this week. It was after, you know, having an early game, watching the Eagles then get flexed out of a Sunday afternoon game next week. Um, not this upcoming week, the following week when they traveled to uh, New England. They got flexed out. So it's it's just an de- all-around depressing time for – and having a fantasy team that sucks, it's just – it's bad. I don't want to – somehow – Somehow, you know, it's hard to, I, I have nothing, I feel like I have nothing to hold on to, but there's, I'm only a game back, they're only a game back, and in all regards, <laughs> nope, so, I don't know, any other, I, I almost don't even want to host the show, how about that, it's crazy, isn't it? That's how I feel. You can carry it. I, I need some support from, you know, like successful talent, the guys that know what they're doing in fantasy, apparently, because I don't. So let's just move on. Um, any uh, Did I miss it? Uh, for real, though, any other injuries that you can think of? The games you guys were watching? Fantasy implications? Gotcha. Uh, one uh, news and notes actually while we're here that I wanted to mention, um, you know, we mentioned Eddie Lacy 
uh, I think before the show. I forget if it was before the show or after after we started. Um, but he got back on the Schneid this on the on his horse this week and had his first you know right first hundred yard game of the season. <laughs> Only took him eleven weeks. <laughs> he does. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Bus. Oh man. Uh but I don't know. I, maybe it's the spark he needed. God as a lacy owner, I hope so. Um but it something tells me it's just not going to happen. It's not his year. It's not my year. Yep. Yep. It's unfortunate. It's really unfortunate. <laughs> Crazy. Well, there's so there's the Eddie Lacy news, and then the other thing, um, I, I kind of want to get your take. This is, again, something, it's fantasy-related, but it, it has other implications. Um, Johnny Manziel today got demoted to third string um, after two, uh, you know, he, he, two Johnny Manziel-esque starts. Um, but they were good. I know, I know, they were good starts. I was, I was touting them last week, so... Saying he was a good back going into their buy. They had a buy this past week. Um, so over the buy, Johnny Manziel gets photographed out having a good time. I'm sorry, but I, I know his history. I know the character and the persona he's trying to get rid of and all that stuff. And he went to rehab and everything. But, I mean, it was a bye week. He went out. He had a good time. It's, did he do anything dumb? Like I, uh, like I get it, I, but I feel like if it was any, first of all, I, no other NFL player, unless it's like serious drug issues, which maybe Johnny has and we don't know that, uh, isn't going to rehab. So the the that the fact that he went, I feel like that's just put a mark on him. Like he can't have a, a social life now. I, that's just that's how it is. I get it, but that's such. I see it. Like, it's, I don't know. It's just thinking of, like, if it was any other guy and that, like, because the only reason he's getting photographed, too, while he's out is because he's Johnny Manziel. The way of life as a superstar. Mm-hmm. 
is it a Chris Carter situation where he needs to go somewhere else? <laughs> That's fair. Okay, I would go. Who wouldn't go party with Peyton? <laughs> What's there to do in Green Bay, though? Think about Ben. How about Ben? Ben's in Pittsburgh. He has himself a good time. You know, he st he never lost his starting job because of it. Yeah. <laughs> but, the, you know, he was welcomed with open arms. What I'm saying is the Steelers, the Steelers never were like, we're demoting you. Sure, but at the end of the day, he's but at the end of the day, he's still starting. <laughs> right. Right. Patine, Pettin, Patine. Yeah. <laughs> hey, his dad coached at a local high school out here, so I know the name. <laughs> it's fair. Cool. Well, that's enough Manziel talk for a day. So I, I'm tired of defending him. I was doing the devil's advocate thing. I'm I'm totally in the camp where no, I I, <laughs> I say that for good show. We're going for ratings here. Um, no, I, I, I'm I, honestly thousand percent in the camp. Like the guy has an image. He knows that he needs to sort of stick. He, he needs to be taking better care of that image and he's not doing it. So, um, maybe some time on the pine will, uh, do that. I don't know. Or maybe not. Who knows? I, I honestly, I think it's a, it's sort of a change of scene is what he needs. Not necessarily, I don't know to where, to who, but I, you know, it's, it's a tough call. Yeah, so I don't know. Who knows? Maybe he needs to go somewhere, sit on the bed. I, I don't know. I don't know what the fix is there, but. Yeah. <laughs> uh, too much. All right. Well, um, I, I guess some waiver wire dump. I don't know. It's so late in the year that there is, you know, all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, well, I, I I know I'm thinking of some names off the top of my head, but um, yeah, that's one. That is one, especially if Marshawn is. I I'm hearing chatter that he could be done for the year, uh, if they want to rest him up. Um, so I mean that's that's huge. And looking at what Rawls did last week, uh, I you know he already showed earlier this year that he could be quite the replacement and. Um, stepped in this week and put up a 40-point performance. 30 carries, 209 yards and a touch. Three receptions, 46 yards and a touch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's the one. The other one, I, I was doing a little further down here. He had a good game last week and going up in the, into a tough matchup, but, um, you know, if Gore, if, I, we have a Gore in her on this podcast, don't we? What's his status? He'll play. Well, it, potential handcuff for you, um, and a nice one at that is Bradshaw. Ahmad Bradshaw uh, had a 17-point performance last week. He's actually funny. Funny stat I learned off of the card for him is that he's he's the only running back for the Colts over the last three seasons um, to post double-digit, uh, you know, multiple have multiple re- receiving touchdowns in a game out of the backfield, um, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, I know, but it's just f- something funny to think about. Cool stat. Yeah, is I'm opening a can of worms because I didn't want to talk about this, but we're going to do it. Is Jameis Winston a legit pickup? I mean, he's coming off a 29-point performance against my Eagles. Um, five touchdowns. He had four in the first half. Looked legit. He got Vincent Jackson, Vincent Jackson back, which opens up space for Mike Evans, obviously, to do things, which I found out in both real life and fantasy life. Um, going up against the 23rd ranked indie defense this week. In Indy. So I, not that that really matters. He actually is doing decent on the road this year. Some of his, his best performances have come on the road. I, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But if you go the only reason he's the only reason he is lighting it sorry sorry the only reason he is lighting it up is because of the rushing stats. He's had th- th- this past week was his first week in since week 7 that he hasn't had a rushing touchdown.
Yeah. Oh, oh, don't do it. Don't do it to me. Don't tease me like that. <laughs> does, does he fit in that offense? He's not mobile at all. What I want to know is how he, how is he only owned in 95% of leagues? Like, that's that's low to me. <laughs> that's crazy crazy to me meanwhile eli is only 86 that shows the kind of love he gets he's had some he's had some terrible performances though like eli he's either crapping the bed like look, look, look at this he's got one two three games three i'm gonna say three and a half because 11 points is pretty low to me uh, three games of single digits, essentially. And his other games, his other games are 22, 20, 30, 42, 25. <laughs> it's like unreal. I don't know. Just a weird fantasy year. Yeah, as, as mashed up as our league has been, like that's actually how fantasy, or actually how football has been. It's unbelievable. Yeah. After the start that he had, it's unbelievable. I it's just there's just not there's been not much scoring. It, it's like crazy. It's very top heavy for sure. Um Yeah. I didn't, but I, somehow I've come around in terms of wide receivers. It, it is the running back position that's killing me. Right. Yeah, well, yeah. No, I strategized my way into that. I knew what I was doing. I knew exactly what I was doing, drafting Devontae Freeman. Um, yeah, I, it's just like... I, I don't know. I have so many guys that are, it's tough. This is, I'm going to vent now for a second. I have so many guys that are ranked in like the top 10 of their position. And I just, I don't know, like they just all have alternated at crapping the bed throughout the year. 
and just costing me games. I don't understand it. I know. I haven't had one. I haven't played. I haven't played him, and I won't play him. <laughs> That's unreal. unreal well what are you gonna do i he might i i don't know <laughs> i'll tell him to listen to this one in particular <laughs> yeah Yep. Yeah. In a sense, uh, yeah, but the hits they take are brutal. <laughs> that's what's killed me though like i know i know i have the number one back i get that but after that like lacy not panning out um my number i i drafted ryan matthews i don't remember doing that um i don't remember doing that so and then i traded for him <laughs> and then i traded him away so so i drafted ryan matthews ahead of Devonte freeman by the way um I, uh, mike wallace is in there sam bradford in the ninth round pierre garcon is in the 10th round still on my team Ugh. Crazy. Oh, you know, I had James Starks on my roster. I had Starks as a handcuff and cut him. 
either way. None of them, both of those guys. Starks was good for like a three-week stretch in the middle of the season, probably when I needed him, though. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> he's Mark Garlitz, right? So he's Jamal Charles, we got. <laughs> Half of that roster got injured for the, and is like out for the year. <laughs> That's rough. What was our biggest first round bust? I it has to be Lacey. It is pretty it is pretty close. Sweet nectar of the end zone. Lacey is one, only one more than him and has a negative point performance. Anderson's getting double digit touches every week. Lacey's last two weeks, three weeks, 22-0-5. We're we're like, it's, it's, you know, they're, they're both terrible. This, this show is, we're not, we're not, we're getting close to the playoffs though. Fantasy playoffs are around the corner. So it's playoffs. Uh, We're two weeks away. Week 13 is. Who's it going to be? I think it's Thomas Rawls. I think it's Thomas Rawls. Some random guy. What if it's like Jameis Winston? I get, you know, I just... <laughs> it's going to be Carson. No one thinks it's Carson Palmer. I uh, I was on him for a week and then off him. And then when I got off him is when he decided to turn it on. Brock Osweiler is going to be the guy that funches. How about a Brock Osweiler? I loved that pass to Demarius. It was gorgeous. <laughs> Mason Crosby could do it. Looking at last week's perform- top performers. Spencer Ware? Where did he get? He doesn't even have a guy that doesn't even have an image on fantasy football. He doesn't have a player profile image. He's owned in 0.5% of leagues. Got 11 touches for 96 yards and two touchdowns last week. Spencer Ware. 
We can. Do it. You guys are carrying me this week, remember? <laughs> How You know the Cowboys are favored in that game. I, what, well, Mark, what do you think? What do you? Think? <laughs> We're all looking. Who's going to find it first? Um, it's a, what? What are your thoughts on just? The, I mean, does Romo make that big of a difference for this team? Why is that? <laughs> just the Cowboys. You know, I'm looking at Thanksgiving Day games on NFL. And do you know there's four teams that are perfect on Thanksgiving? Um, they are not one of them. Yeah, do you know what their record is on, on Thursday, on Thanksgiving Day games? 6-0. and 6-0 on Thanksgiving to a team, let's see, the Lions, who have a losing record on Thanksgiving. 35-38-2 for the Lions. It is. I can't. It's going to be, it's like, it, it, it's like the worst way to start. It's the early game, too. So it's like going to give me Ajita. It's going to give me Ajita before dinner. Like, I can't deal with that. This Right. <laughs> well, now that you mention it, um, I want to go back to the early matchup on Thursday again, only because I I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I didn't want to, but we're, we're doing it. Um, the Eagles' nest is here. We've landed. Um, do you, I made this. I, I, I bring this up because I shared it. It was kind of funny that um, this past Sunday, I shared a memory on Facebook, since that's a thing that happens now, um, of November 23rd, 2008. Where I said, I'm. Let me find it quickly and read the direct quote because it was fantastic. So it was when it was when Facebook had the, the setup where you would your name and then like you would write the status immediately after your name. So it was Rob Rob Stott 
Rob Stott is ready, about ready to completely jump ship on the Eagles. Man, do they suck. That was that was seven years ago on Monday. Do you know what seven years ago was for the Eagles, how that season ended? They were five, five, and one. This was after a stretch. They were this was a stretch. They lost to I forget who. They tied the Bengals. And then they got blown out by the Red uh, Ravens to go to five, five, and one. He did not know that they could tie. I know, right? So they they so they they were five, five, and one. <laughs> they were they were five, five, and one on November twenty third, two thousand eight. They ended up going to the NFC Championship game that year and lost to the Cardinals. So I mean. If I need a little bit of hope, there's that to consider, right? You know, no, I'm not. It can't happen. Do you know what I mean? We all know what happened the last time he did. Oh, <laughs> I don't think you do. I. But does it, do you want him to get that shot at redemption? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> Yeah, right. Oh god. So we got that's that's the early one. Dallas and the Panthers and then um Green Bay and Chicago. It is first time ever that they're meeting on Thanksgiving. Green Bay? Is it? Yeah. First time, uh, you know, the most storied uh, rivalry in football, and it's only the first time they've met on Thanksgiving. Interesting. So. True. Yep. So the first one was the Eagles. Eagles, Cardinals. Yeah, it was. So <laughs> that was. It was the Eagles Cardinals. The, the Eagles did the blackout and they like blew out the Cardinals on Thursday night. Hey, don't don't discount your matchup there, Mark, that you're going to. I mean, that's that's legit right there. That's a huge one. You're still in it, but the momentum. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, 
<laughs> you don't have to watch. You don't have to watch football on Monday night. <laughs> Who the hell is the Baltimore Matt Schaub makes his return? Oh no! Oh no! Baltimore three and seven. <laughs> Do it for this week. I. I, <laughs> I implore you to please do it. Please do it. It's so tempting, too. It's so tempting. Isn't it? No, it's not. It's really not. Just. <laughs> Why can't my defense fit in the flex position? I want to start my defense. Ah, oh, man. I wish, man. You know? That would be nuts. <laughs> Does he, though? Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer is the projected points there. Oh, <laughs> I just killed the momentum. I'm sorry, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You know, I wish I wish you could sign him as a tight end to fantasy. Just to have him on your roster while he scores a touchdown. Yeah, those are tough. Yeah, do it. Do it, JJ. I would hope so. No. No. That'd be crazy. Oh, man. All right. So, I don't know. It would be crappy matchups. I guess we just move ahead to bold predictions. Let's do a quick let's do a quick review since since we started keeping track. Oh, do it. Oh god. Obviously, that's just Carson Palmer top QB. That was last week's. Was he? Uh, no, I think it was Jameis Winston, wasn't it? It was a top QB. Cam. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was. By 1.6 points over Jameis. Palmer was number three. All right, so Max, that was yours. Um, you also had Brock Osweiler as a top three quarterback, Max. It was, it was close. He was in number nine. Eight. He was number eight. So I, I like that. No, you're good. We like dogs on this show. Um, Mark had Jay Cutler as a top three. No, it didn't. You said you said four touchdowns, 285 yards. You also said Alan Hearns would have two touchdowns. 285? Ooh, so close. <laughs> and Aaron Dobson with a touchdown from Mark. Did that happen? Nope. Seth? Seth? No, it didn't. 
Seth is not on the show, so we can lambast him for his hilarious pick. Um, a 44-point week from Demarius Thomas. He also, he also, yeah, to his to his credit, to Seth's credit, let's let's go there. His his follow up pick was Tom Brady having less than fifteen points, and he had thirteen. And Rob Gronkowski having less than two, and Rob only had a three point seven point game. So almost, almost Seth, you almost nailed it. I don't know, but he got him right. <laughs> and he lost. He knew it. He predicted his own his own loss. And what did I, I don't even what did I have? I didn't write my Oh, Case Keenum. <laughs> Case Keenum 350 yards and three touchdowns. It's unbelievable. All right. So obviously Max your go-to, Carson, Carson Palmer, MVP, and an actual one. All right. Well, go for it, Rawls. Less than five points. Fewer. Mark. Mark, what do you got? You do. You do. Yeah, I it doesn't, and I'm I've always felt the same way. I don't know why. It's something about that city. <laughs> you on to Vegas with that number. Do it. <laughs> Funches. 80 and 2 TD. All right. Only because I'm a blind follower. Only because I'm... No, no, I'm saying that God. I, I'm blind, but I'm not like that blind. I'm not blind and deaf. I'm just blind. Um, sorry to any blind and deaf people that listen to this podcast, which I don't, I, we're going, we're going down an alley that I don't want to go down. So we're just going to stop there. I, <laughs> I did. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, uh, so that aside, oh, <laughs> uh, all right. So the blind follower is going to go with DeMarco Murray is going to post his best game of the year. And that game is going to entail 157 yards and th- uh, 
three rushing touchdowns. No. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, so I, I like that. Um, at the same time, I only be, I don't know. I don't want to make another one. I'm just going to stick to that. I'm going to put all my eggs in that basket. So how do we feel? That's the show, guys. Check in. I I don't see how anyone other than New England gets out of the AFC. Even now that they're injured. I it's just a thing. Like they might. I th- I'm legit in the camp. I think we could have two undefeated teams in the Super Bowl. Yeah, you said Cardinals. That would be a fun one. I I still I would absolutely love to see an undefeated Super Bowl. Cardinals Panthers the 32 or I'm sorry 38 rematch. Super Bowl 38. Um Brady's still in it, you know. So the, the you got that. <laughs> You do? You don't think we already did? Like, he could have had seven. Ugh. Unbelievable. I'm going to stick to that, though. I think that's my Super Bowl pick. Panthers-Cardinals. Or I'm sorry, Panthers, uh, Panthers, Patriots, both going in undefeated. I don't know if I'm ready to make that pick. And I, I feel like it's, it's, you know, it's so close. I don't know why. I, I need to, because I think the Panthers can do it. I yeah, the Panthers can do it. I think Cam Newton gets a ring. <laughs> yeah. The thing, I mean, you see how they play. They can let a team like Washington hang around. I know they stepped on the pedal there, but, I mean, for the first half of that game, they were just trading blows back and forth. It's... It's that defense that you don't know what Panthers defense is really going to show up. They, it takes them a little bit to get going. Um, and they can be a dominant defense. But, and then you look at the other side of the ball and it's like, if Funches isn't there, you know, who does Cam really have?
And do you go with the Giants? Yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm sure that, you know, a certain someone has to be listening to this podcast. I can't understand any other reason why you would be making such a pick. We'll see. I don't know. It's going to be fun. Either way, you chalk it up. It's it's coming down to the wire. As much as I hate, go for it. They're a team that's seeing their momentum go in the completely wrong direction. There's no one outside of New England. I mean, it's you. You can make you. Yeah. No. And you weren't even going to take. You weren't going to take Manning this year. No. Derek Carr, I you know. Yep. <laughs> there you are, folks. It's how it is. It's how we do. We build so much not fantasy football knowledge, but we hope you enjoyed it. And <laughs> we could have gone there, but we'll save that for another time because never. We'll just it'll die on the air with this with this show as we cut to black and let it be. So enjoy your Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving week here. Happy Thanksgiving from the fantasy Football preview crew here on Fully Covered Sports Podcast. Seth wishes you one as well. Even though he's not here, we miss him. Uh, but we'll we'll see you back here. Have, have a good fantasy football week and Thanksgiving and all that good stuff. And we'll catch you back here for week 13. <laughs>